warming okay, up. Okay, that's awful. That's how we do it. That's how I learned it. You're warming up? Mm, For what? Mm, wait, wait. Mm, this is terrible. No, this is good radio. This no, it's really good. not. This is good, good this radio. This is horrible to hear, and it's bad on the ears, and I don't... E- no, okay, no, definitely not. <laughs> gonna have to veto this immediately. Why? No, Red why? Leather, leather, I understand that, but shouldn't you have done worse. that? You probably should have done this before. It's bottom. Wow, my nose. That's disgusting. Okay, we probably should have done this before we hit record. All right, well, thanks for uh, tuning in, everyone. This is um, the advice podcast for the layman. My name is John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And this is Downtime with John and Emily. I hope you're having an okay time. That was a little harsh to start there, but I think we're I think we're in it now. Emily, do you, do you feel do you feel warmed up? Yeah, is that okay? yeah, I feel good. good. I feel ready. Okay. To... I don't want to continue if you're not feeling okay. No, I feel great. Do you want, should I warm up some more? Or are we good? No, please okay. no. All right, because I could do more. I learned a lot. I know, no, believe me, I know. All right, whatever. So yeah, this is a how-to podcast. Today's episode is how to podcast, a how-to podcast. Yes, how-to podcast. Because we are experts on all things podcasting and we think that we could help any person who wants to get a podcast started get it started. Including ourselves. Including, yes. Let's talk about ourselves. Okay. Yeah? Why don't, why don't, yeah, go for it. Okay, well, my name's Emily. Uh, I am a resident of Brooklyn, New York. That was a, that was a good start. Okay, so here's a good <laughs> tip, I think. Uh, when you start to talk, <laughs> probably have have some stuff <laughs> like ready ready to go. Have have some ammo in your chamber, um, <laughs> so you don't leave your brother in silence, horribly awkward silence. That's a good starting tip for the people, I think. Uh, okay, well, my name's John. Uh, I am a Gemini. I go Ooh. to yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. I go to. <laughs> Uh, I go to music school in New York. I go to SUNY Purchase. It's a shithole, but I love it. It's a nice shithole. I don't think there's... Is there such thing as a nice shithole? This one? the people are friendly. This one's good. Yeah. I am an actor slash server in Brooklyn, New York. So, like, homeless. No. No. (laughs) I I have a home. A small home, but it is. It is mine. In Brooklyn, really enjoy it. <laughs> I believe it, it's not just your home though. I, I, you've you've you got a friend in there with you. Uh, several friends. Yes. Yeah, so uh, recently in my life, uh, I've been gifted with many mice. <laughs> they have decided to take a residence in my home, unbeknownst to me and, and without my consent. So basically, I started noticing little presents and like rustlings in the night. So I decided to look into that and found out that I have a mouse, what's, what's termed a mouse infestation, that my landlord seems <laughs> unwilling to do anything about. So they Wait, they really, they have not offered any sort of solution or any sort of, they haven't offered any help? Well, they said, they said the exterminator came, but either the exterminator lied to them or they lied to me because... <laughs> I don't really know who's lying, but I have, there's been no exterminator up in here, and the mice are just, like, going nuts. 
But I, I got, you know, like, I'm like, I abhor, like, violence and killing things. So I got these special, like, little sonar thingies. And plug into the wall and they're supposed to deter the mice and make it uncomfortable for them to live here. And what I discovered was that these are no or these are no ordinary mice. These mice are city mice and they don't give a shit about noise disturbances. So that was like <laughs> strike one, right? Like that did not deter them at all. And so then I put out poison. Oh god. And that like hurt my soul, you know, because I really, I, I felt like I gave them a shot, you know, I gave them an opportunity to leave, and then they wouldn't, and so I put out poison. Of course, yeah. Like, when you get pulled over once, and they give you a warning, and then you get pulled over again, and then they poison you. So, uh, put out poison, no go. Some of the poison has been nibbled on, I don't, I don't know where the poisoned mice are going, but there's <laughs> very healthy mice in my house. So finally we went peppermint oil that's supposed to deter them this might be a how to get rid how to how to fail at getting rid of mice podcast at this point because i've now tried three things to know well avail. see look we're we're just we're we're just blowing through ideas here okay we're we're trying to get we're trying to get it, hit the a, sweet spot of it's, radio it's how it's how to podcast it is how and to this podcast. is just one of the many things you can podcast about yeah so we're pest we are learning as well as teaching others pest removal so yeah, so then we uh, we put peppermint oil out, and the only thing that did so far was to make my whole house smell like Christmas, <laughs> which is not like a bad side effect, but at the same time... It sounds fairly pleasant. It's, it's not bad. It, it's kind of... But you know, peppermint's like one of those like awakening scents. Like it... It like is rejuvenating, but that's like not a scent you want to smell like when you're trying to sleep. Right. So I've been having like these really crazy nightmares, like last night. <laughs> yeah. So last night I jumped. I gave birth to a cat. Oh God. <laughs> it's absolutely true. But yeah. So uh, basically, these past couple of days, the only solution I have been left with is to let nature take its course, and by that I mean get a cat. Okay. All right. I need to. I need to look up the plot of that Nathan Lay movie. I'm pretty sure it's called But like it's, I feel like it's the only solution left to me. Like I I, I like animals. Animals are great, you know. I'm not fond of the mice Look. in my house though. And I I've had a cat before and you know, like my roommate's cat, but we got along okay. And I feel like I could really make a good home for some cats. So I, I'm looking on these cat adoption websites, but there's a lot of them that are like instant instant nose right because i'm looking for something very specific like i'm looking for a mouser so i'm looking for keywords because they always have these like <laughs> little little bios for the cats on on adoption websites and no one wants to say this is a mean cat that will scratch you um so they like use keywords right to say that this is a potentially more aggressive cat which is what i'm looking for <laughs> so they use words like <laughs> like frisky and adventurous and i'm looking for those cats i'm not looking for like this is such a calm sweet cat I'm like no next next cat i'm not so i think i found a winner his name is boris he is a large male adult cat and you you did send me a picture of boris yes 
I, I, I just look at these pictures and I th- I feel like he's the one. He like, does. One of the pictures. He looks like a killer. He looks like like the one. Like I I feel like he'd be a good addition to my house, but also be very good at scaring mice away. And I hope I'm not wrong here. Like he's supposed to be pretty cool based on their uh based on their description of him. But he's also like playing with a cat toy in one of his pictures. So I feel like he's a little frisky. Like he well, could yeah, chase you, some mice look, around. You need one that's trained. You don't you don't put a fighter into the ring who hasn't spent some time at the punching bag, you know? That's true. That's why I was not looking for kittens at all. Like most people they're like, Oh, I wanna adopt a kitten. No, I want a cat with experience, one who has been on the mean streets, preferably. So many of these cats, they have such great backstories. You're gonna get a cat so easily. They're just gonna give you a cat because you're willing to take one that's not a kitten. I know. Well, you know, some of, a lot of these cats are like declawed, and I'm like, nah. I need one with some ammo, <laughs> some mice, some mouse killing capabilities, some stats, some good cat stats. <laughs> you need <laughs> wait. So I need <laughs> you've got you've got all these bios of cats, and you've got their cat stats, and I I just had an idea that. I feel like we could make a killing off of making baseball, like, collectible baseball card-esque cat cards. Perfect cats. Ooh, bubbles. That's... I I can see it now. I can see them on packaging right next to, like, the Magic the Gathering and the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and that one aisle in Target that no one looks at. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sorry. It's, it's not... Not it's, a killing, per se, but... But still, Bubbles is looking promising. <laughs> so it's not Mouse Trap. It's called Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. It's, okay. it's a 1997 movie starring Nathan Lane. And when Ernie's restaurant and Smunt's string not doing so well, they decide to check out the house they were left after finding some ancient plans for the house in the attic. They discover that the house is historically significant and very valuable. The brothers then decide to have the house restored in order to sell it. But someone's there to stop them. A mouse. This is no ordinary mouse. It does everything to stop the renovation of the house and scare the Smunt's brothers away. The brothers fight back against the mouse, and when they think they got rid of it, they plan an auction at the house to sell it. The mouse returns and causes all sorts of havoc. In the end, the ancient house collapses, leaving Lars and Ernie with nothing again. Lars and Ernie return to the factory, thinking that they got rid of the mouse, but they were wrong. The mouse returns to the factory with them and takes over the factory controls. What the fuck? What? (laughs) Oh my god. Creating a revolutionary idea, which makes the brother rich. What? That's, I, okay, I should watch the rest of that movie. That got crazy at the end. So wait, I'm gonna get rich? Apparently. You are gonna lose your apartment first, though. I mean, it's not mine. Like, your building is going to collapse. It's okay. It's probably already going that way. I want to find a list of the things that they did. Bubbles is a gorgeous, all-gray American short-haired girl with striking green eyes and soft, sleek fur. See, they, they always have these, like, little bios about them that make them sound so nice, but then they look into the camera <laughs> and you see. <laughs> so you're, you can't just go off of cat stats. 100%. No, because these people are like... You know what I hate, though? Because I've been on these adoption websites for about three nights now. 
It's probably why I dreamt about giving birth. <laughs> but they always like they have a certain format to these little bios, and like these are these are a little more tolerable. But some of them, like some of these foster parents, will write bios for the animal from the animal's point of view, uh, and it's really oh, disturbing. I don't like that at all. And not only it's really upsetting. So not only is it like always like four paragraphs too long like you need to know like three things about a given animal these are the kind of people that like you know they're sitting in their house having full-on conversations on behalf of both them and their animal it's like hi my name is snowflake i'm a gorgeous little girl i Uh, i i love attention and my bouncy ball but i don't like my older brothers who like to pick on me (laughs) like so I think I would prefer to be an only cat in whatever house I end up in. And it's just really disturbing. It makes me really sad. It's just really... You know this person is like a foster parent to like way too many yep. cats. I don't know, man. Bubbles is looking good. String toys and bouncy balls are her best friends. <laughs> She's also playful. That's the... That's hey, one of those know, co-workers. Bubbles and I have something in common. Oh. Clementine. That's an adorable name. Oh my god, she's so cute. I don't think she's vicious enough, though. (laughs) She's super friendly and loves to be pet. She also likes to lay her cheek on your hand and purr. Oh my god. Oh. (laughs) Oh. That's so cute. I don't know, Clementine. That's such a cute name, though. (laughs) I don't know, Clementine. You don't know. I mean... She sounds adorable, but it doesn't sound like Clementine is that kind of cold-blooded killer that you need. No, I guess I should mention that I'm not, like, a monster. Like, I'm actually, like, a nice... <laughs> uh, I would also like to mention that she definitely is a monster. All of these cats come from the Mighty Mouse Sanctuary. Wait, sorry. The Mighty Mutts Sanctuary. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They've invaded your psyche, Emily. <laughs> thinking about mice and cats <laughs> it's all i can talk about my coworkers have my coworkers have stopped inviting me out for drinks like <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like god damn it I'm, like, just, I'm just like the mouse girl i don't know it's so unusual dolly oh my god i feel like every picture i'm like they're so cute and i'm like that's not but it's not enough, <laughs> you know? Right. No, you can't just take cuteness. That's why I, I feel like Boris is a good shot, because he lo- he's cute. Oh, he's so cute. But he, he's he got... There's something in those eyes. There was one that I really had my heart set on before from a different from a different, different adoption place. Because these guys all live, like, in a sanctuary together. Like, they're cats that like other cats, and these... I was on a website with cats that, like, didn't like other cats, which is cool. <laughs> they're, a little, they're a little feistier. Um, and I sent out an email in the hopes that this person would get back to me with information about this cat. And his name was Ernest Hemingway, the cat. And he was, like, black and white. He was pretty cute, but he, like, he used words like adventurous and active. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sounds about this right. This cat. He knows what's up. He definitely is down to hunt some mice in my apartment. 
Um, but I was like really anxious when I was writing this email because I had to make myself sound like, like I just wanted a cat for non-nefarious mouse hunting purposes. So this is how this, this email went. But I should mention this went unreturned. So maybe you can point out what I did wrong here. Okay. Said hello. I'm emailing because I saw your foster, Ernest Hemingway, on a cat adoption website, and I'm extremely interested. I, I live in Brooklyn and have a stable job. Currently, I have no other pets, and I'm missing having a companion. I would love some more information. I think you would be a great addition to my family. Best wishes, Emily. It sounded pretty good. You might have sounded a little too eager at the beginning. Maybe, maybe it was too cold. You know, like... Too cold? Too no, cold. I don't think so. Okay, good, because I was feeling a little robotic as I wrote it. Like, if an alien came to Earth and was trying to, to like, adopt cats for some sort of experiment, <laughs> but wanted to seem, like, warm-hearted and fuzzy, this is the email that they would send. Like, this is... That's, that's just an alien's best shot at sounding human. I'm trying to disguise the fact that I'm going to eat this cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you're saying is... You think you sound too much like Alf. I sound like Alf, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, honestly, from an outside view, I, I, it didn't sound very Alfy. I mean, I don't have a family, to be fair. Like, I lied about that. Yeah, that was another thing that kind of stuck out. I was trying to sound like that... a weird cat person that, like, considers cats friends. Like, cats are friends, but, like... Yeah, but it... it... You you made it sound like you were trying to look for an addition to your already existent family after already establishing that you don't have one. <laughs> like, I am so alone. Let me add this cat to my family of one. <laughs> my family of it me. It is just me and my roommate who hates cats. <laughs> when a single mouse trap proves to be useless against the mouse... Ernie and Lars cover the entire kitchen floor with a number of mouse traps. This is when I tuned into the oh. movie. But they end up trapped in the kitchen with the door locked. Oh, the mouse no. slips the mouse slips through the maze of traps with ease and drops a single cherry, setting off the mouse traps in a dominoes effect. The brothers attempt to kill the mouse with a vacuum cleaner, but then become covered in sewage. What? Why do they have sewage in their vacuum cleaner? I have no idea. <laughs> The brothers purchase a monstrous cat named Catzilla to deal with the mouse. Catzilla chases the mouse throughout the house while destroying everything but gets tricked onto the house's dumbwaiter as the mouse sends him on a one-way trip down to his demise. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Well, I don't have... For those listening, I do not have a dumbwaiter. <laughs> so that should not so be So your cat's issue. fine. I'm just trying to say that you're almost perfectly living out the, the, this movie. So far. Well, I, I will say that I have not gone the trap method. Like, I've done the poison. I've done the deterrence. Like, really, I'm focusing on things that will will, will send them away. You know, like, even cat. Like, I'm hoping cat will be, like, the smell of the cat. And the cat will chase a mouse around. And they'll be like, oh, okay, a cat lives here. Like, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> maybe this is an unwise place to rear our oh young. Oh, my God. Really... This movie gets fucking ridiculous unable to finish him off they instead seal the mouse in a box and mail him to fidel castro in cuba yes when 
<laughs> the brothers reconcile again and finish renovating the house to go to auction. When the night of the auction arrives, Lars discovers the mouse box in the snow returned due to insufficient postage and with a big oh hole nod through it. This is amazing. This is just a... I need to see this movie. This is just a, a mouse hunt appreciation podcast, and I hope that everyone's okay with that. Yeah, everyone's... I'm okay with it. I don't know how... This is all I want. <laughs> like, long... this is just really validation of all I've wanted to talk about for the past week. So, <laughs> I mean, like, this is... No one will this listen to me anymore. This all like, struggles. Man, this cat named Dolly, she's so cute. She's a full-bodied female. More to love, they say. God, cat people are so fucking weird. Yeah, I, f I find it interesting that you found yourself in this situation because you've been talking but nothing about getting yourself a cat, but we've never, we owned a cat once as kids yeah, and that cat Yeah, we've never sucked. had a cat. Like, I lived with a cat. We've always had dogs. I love dogs, but like my, you know, like, dogs are hard work and also there's no guarantee that that dog will chase mice. Well, there's also not a... <laughs> There's not a huge guarantee that the cat will either. How do you return a cat because of poor performance? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but Dolly just Excuse isn't me. cutting it. Like, she's not... Excuse me. I, I really... I have to return this cat. It's really... I'm just very dissatisfied. <laughs> the performance of Just the wait. Well, what, what did Dolly do? What, 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 what's the issue? We don't really take returns here at the shelter. Just not paying her rent. She's just in dead mice. She's not. She's not earning her stay. Like you know, not earning her keep. You know that's really not how. How did we ever let you adopt a cat? There's a process. You know, there's actually, I actually got a little paranoid because I was filling out an application for adoption, and one of the questions on the the application is, they ask you about they ask you about the last like six jobs you've had. And how long you Jesus. had them. I know. Uh, would you prefer a decod cat? Yes, no. I put, no, I would not prefer a decod cat. <laughs> they're they're going to be like, wow, this is an ideal candidate. And then they're going to get far enough down this and floor and be like, the oh. the next question right after the declawed, right after the declawed question is, would you prefer a cat that catches mice? Yes or no? Whoa, wait. <laughs> And I feel like that's a little. It sounds like a trick question. It sounds like. But I feel like that only sounds like a trick question if you only want a cat to catch mice. <laughs> because I Which feel like people. Absolutely the case. People complain all the time about their cats bringing them dead mice all like. I just don't see a problem with that. <laughs> An issue at all, right? Like. Well, no, not for you, but that's the whole reason we're having this conversation. That's the whole reason this is an issue in the first place. It's because that's why you need slash want a cat. I feel like this question is a trap. I mean, you should definitely do it, though. Like, say yes? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I sincerely doubt that they're actually gonna turn you down based on that. Please elaborate on what you're planning to do with this cat. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you mean? I mean, like, I kind of feel like a, a, a hero, you know? Like, <laughs> adopting a vicious, non-declawed <laughs> adult cat. Like You need to get yourself a catzilla. Definitely not looking for a senior cat, though. I want some, a cat with some, like, vitality. We need some longevity from this cat. 
not longevity. Like, well, I don't want the cat to die soon. Because, <laughs> like, you know, vet bills and whatever. But, yeah, like, I'm... But, like, pretty much as soon as the mouse problem's taken care of. No, oh, after that, the cat... <laughs> then the cat can retire, you know, and just live out its cat days <laughs> in my apartment. Like, that's fine. He doesn't... He doesn't get to go to, like, a second re- cat retirement home? There's no, no kind of situation No, no, this would definitely be a forever home for the cat. Okay. As long as it kills at least two mice. <laughs> I, that's, I think two. Two's all right. Yep. Okay, yeah. Brooklyn Bridge Animal we- Welfare Coalition. Barnabas. Oh, my God, this is a cute cat. Sweet-natured and chatty guy. No. All right. How? Wait, he likes fishing pole toys. Maybe that's a sign. How much more can I we could, talk about I'm cats? I'm telling you, I could go on for hours. <laughs> and I've never, ever been, like, a cat lover. I've never, you know, cats have never been something that I could talk forever about. But this is just, like, a whole new side of me that I've discovered. <laughs> Maybe it's just <laughs> hatred of mice, but... I mean... Hatred of mice can take you a long way, I guess. I'm really into Barnabas now. Oh, my Barnabas. God. Yeah, he's orange and white. But the thing is, I kind of feel it like I feel like it's important to get a black cat. Why? Because they say that they're the, the hardest ones to adopt. The black cats are the hardest to adopt? The, to adopt out, excuse me. Oh, the hardest to get adopted. Yes. Is it because of superstition? That's so stupid. Yeah, it's because of superstition, they say. But the problem is, like, none of these cats are black. That are, I feel like that's, like, people are into black cats now. Ninja? Oh, my God. He's so fat. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like calling uh, your your really tall friend tiny. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got the ear tip, which means he was was in the wild for a little bit. Oh. He has a catch and release. If they have, like, the tipped ear. That's perfect. He had to survive on his own for a while. I know. He was probably eating mice, like, as a, as a baby. He's six years old. That's okay. Six years isn't that bad. I feel like cats live for a while. He's, like, what is he, like, maybe middle-aged at that point? A little less? He's a couch potato. No. Mm. See, this is the cat I would have gotten six months ago, but now... I need a more active cat. What are his cat stats? His cat stats. Uh, he's a super friendly and re- and gregarious boy. Gregarious is a good cat mouse catching word. He <laughs> loves head scratches and snuggling next to his caretaker. Okay. He's okay. Yeah, no, he doesn't need other cats to be with. That's good. That is good. Ninja is an avowed couch potato. Uh, Bad sign. Yeah, that's not good. His pleasantly plump figure and ironic name would make for perfect kung fu watching. Now that... Is racist because his name is Ninja, which we all know is is Japanese, and Kung Fu is is Chinese, so they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Ninja probably doesn't even like Kung Fu or Jackie Chan, and that's a deal, honestly, deal breaker too. I'm honestly appalled. Hey, but he's negative for feline AIDS. That's I don't care if they have AIDS. I would say it's a plus to have feline AIDS. They no. Give them my AIDS. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus. No. Oh, I mean, no. 
I was thinking you were looking for a cat to, like, kill the mice, like, quickly. Apparently, I was mistaken. You're going for for a slow, painful death. I mean, my how long is the lifespan of a mouse anyway? So, like, I should, I should actually know that a little bit. <laughs> lifespan of mice. Uh, two years. Wait, that's an African <laughs> pygmy mouse. House mouse. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Should I go to the cat cafe? He's of the Brooklyn cat. They're of the genus Moose. M U S. Moose Moose. Yeah, yeah. Me genus Moose. Yeah, they're Moose Moose. Moose. Yeah, I knew that. Emma's so cute. <laughs> well, they have the Brooklyn Cat Cafe where you can like, but they have too many rules over there. Like, they'll find me out in a second if I go over there. I looked it up. The Brooklyn Cat Cafe. You have to, like, make a reservation three hours ahead of time before you go. And then you need to, like, socialize with the cats and, like, chill. And it's, like, $5 every half hour to hang out there. It's so weird. So I'm not into that. I'm just going to go to a cat rescue where I can hang out with cats and be like, yes, I'll take this one, please. God, these cats, like, cats are, like, really objectively cute okay, animals. Okay, life expectancy. House mice usually live less than one year in the wild due to high level of predation and exposure to harsh environments. In protected environments, however, they often live two to three years. Oh, my God. And they yeah, just so moved in, so, I mean, like... Yeah, they're just getting started, and they're probably having lots of babies. What's the gestation period? Very, like, two weeks. Four to six days long. What? <laughs> Wait, what's an estrus cycle? That's that's like a period. Oh, shit. Never mind. Sorry. If several females are held together under crowded conditions, they will often not have an estrus at all. Okay, why do I care about this? Following copulation. I'm sorry, what? Copulation? Female. Not copulation. Yes. Same difference. This cat's name is Butterduck. Why? What? Gestation period of about 19 to 21 days. Okay, so it's alright. A little more than About three weeks. Oh my god. Yeah, you gotta get them out of there. I mean, I'm trying. I feel like the peppermint's working a little bit. Okay. I'm really into these. I get to leave in like an hour to go look at cats. I'm so excited. What's going on in your life? Yeah, we're having a lot of fun here today. (laughs) I feel like we, we haven't helped the people learn how to pot i feel like we have we've done a good job of generating some 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 internet friendly content this is true except that i might i might get some hate email um like from PETA. oh are we gonna well okay look we might be an opponent of PETA right off the bat but as we all know no one cares about that so that's fine no one gives a shit about PETA because they're crazy people I mean, like, I feel like I do my part, like, for animal rights. And I, like, once again, I am, like, adopting an adult cat into a forever home. Like, let's, like, keep that in mind. Like, I mean, these people are certainly hopeful that that more than one person will do it because they've got quite a few cats. But they're, like, in Union Square every every weekend, so. What? In mice? Are you looking at polygamy and yeah. mice? Yeah. Wait, uh, wait. A 
Although house mice can be either monogamous or polygamous, they are most commonly, they're more commonly polygamous. That makes sense. They generally show characteristics of mate defense polygyny, and that males are highly territorial and polygyny. protective of their mates. Well, polygyny, that's a stupid way to pronounce that. Wait, no, wait, say that, say that sentence again? They generally show characteristics of mate defense, poly, polygyny, poly, whatever, in that males are highly territorial and pro- protective of their mates, while females are less agonistic. Okay. I'm learning a lot about mice. This is a great podcast. This is informational and informative. I'm learning so much. We're learning so much today. Oh my god. I keep having... I'm on these adoption websites and I... Like, I am a dog person at heart, so it's like, <laughs> I keep ending up on the dog page and this shit? dog is named pickles that's amazing and he is so cute oh my goodness who's a happy boy Sam oh my sent goodness me they have graphic. so many pictures of these dogs yesterday i'm gonna forward that over to you this is pretty good oh yeah Oh, I mean, R. I just R. keep watching vines about not Joe Biden. Joe, Joe Biden. Biden's fine. I don't. So. <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I was like, what? It was... Joe Biden died. No, look. Yes, you heard no. it here first. Joe Biden is no, dead. He's not. Pronounced we dead can't. At hey, we can't do 60 this. Sixty something, fifty something. I don't we know. We can't how... be these people. <laughs> this just in. I'm sorry, I was, I was reading <laughs> Were you going anywhere with that? Was comic that... you just sent me. Oh, okay. I mean, like, this That's is, like, one. my current situation, except if you put a cat and a mouse in there somewhere. <laughs> God damn it. If this makes it into the final cut, I can we can drop that on social media or something. It'll come out in editing. <laughs> See, here's a, okay, here's a tip. Every time I think about that, it's like, I realize that I am editing, and I also realize my extreme limitations when it comes to editing <laughs> well you'll get better at it i have to google everything here's a, here's a couple tips for you for uh for people who want to podcast uh learn how to edit now <laughs> before before you give yourself deadlines on getting things out into the into the internet in the great wild internet and then also another hint you can say whatever shit you want then you can just edit it out That's later true. It's amazing. I don't know how much of that cat rhetoric is going to make it into the final cut, because that's certainly a lot about cats. It's a dense conversation about cats. I feel like this might just be a, a cat cat and mouse podcast. I, I mean, I did call mom last night. It ended with me applying for, like, three cats over the phone with her, with her helping me <laughs> with the wording on, <laughs> in the emails. Oh, she's such a good sport. She, I, but she's like pro cat at this point. I'm converting. Well, she's got three dogs. She's the one, and one of them is basically a cat. She, she's converting me. I think like her solution to everything has now become get Get another dog. We should watch out for that in the future. Yeah, I mean, no, three dogs is probably too many, and she's got. There's a that's a weird relationship between her and Arlo. Arlo's a little asshole. What do you mean? I mean, he's adorable. He's adorable. He's just, he's like a little person. And he he follows her around, and he's extremely protective of her, and she cannot be without him. I know. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> very That's how me and Boris weird. are going to be. We're going to be thick <laughs> I spent so much time looking at Boris, guys. He's the one. I feel like Boris is a good option. He's not a couch potato. I mean, he is pretty fat. He, well, that could just be his fur, too. He looks They fluffy. say he has thick black fur. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. They also say he's kind of like a dog. Like, he even lets you pet his his tummy. That's adorable. I know. <laughs> Did you, in recent, we could talk about news on this, on this show, right? Sure. Did you hear that they're taking all of the Food Network shows off yes. of Netflix? Uh, yes. The only news in November 2016 that anyone should be interested in <laughs> is that Netflix is getting rid of Food Network shows, including Chopped. Out of all the things, this is what we need to be outraged about. And that's yeah, not even I, a joke. I am outraged. I'm I am, so upset. I'm for real. I had so many things I wanted to get yeah. to. Like what? Like what were, what were you looking forward to? Well, I mean, I was watching a good amount of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, that'll rot your brain. That's not even a guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty about it whatsoever. <laughs> take immense pleasure in it. <laughs> No, what else did they Oh, have? my God. Oh, my God. This just in. R.E. Ernest Hemingway. No way. This is an email I just oh. received. Oh, my God. <laughs> Emily, what does it say? I, like, I literally have tears in my eyes right now. I can't see. <laughs> that was not the time. You have to read it in real time. Okay. Hi, Emily. Thank you for your interest. I'm checking to make sure Ernest H. is still available. Meanwhile, here's our adoption process. Uh, attaching an adoption application, not to be meant to be intrusive, but we do like to know more about our adopters. If you fill out return it by email is best, we'd really appreciate it. Once we have the application, you can visit any cats you like in their foster homes. We also hold an adoption event every Saturday at Petco in Park Slope 7th Avenue between Union and Berkeley. Oh, my God. So we have to do like a whole. This is a spinoff episode. We we have to we have to outfit you. I need a cat sweater. You you need like a a, a pretty woman esque like montage, but instead of like you you have to learn how to interact with cat people and how to convince these people that. You're not just trying to kill mice. <laughs> application. The application is three We have to teach you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we have to convince these people that you actually want a cat. <laughs> and not a mindless killing machine. I'm for it. So what, what would I need? What would I need to be equipped with? What would you need? I think you, yeah, I think you were on the right track with the cat sweater. I think that's important. But wait, not. I think I got one for an ugly sweater party or something. I mean, an adorable sweater party. It might be too on the nose, though. Yeah, it might be too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Just like shove and, and actually like a bunch of dogs <laughs> stacked up top of each other in a trench coat, like <laughs> going to the cat adoption. Hello, I'm here to buy your mouse traps. I mean cats. I mean cat. Cat, one cat. Ma'am, ma'am, this is a strange question, but are you... You're not Alf dressed up in uh, in human skin, are you? 
Because by the way you've been speaking to us, it seems very much like you might be Alf in human skin. I actually can't do an Alf impression. Wow, these people, they're so tech savvy. They sent me a Word document. <laughs> what? To fill up. Yeah, that's super, that's super high tech. No, I know. It's just really funny because I, I'm going to move their logo all over the place. Because <laughs> it's not a locked document at all. Beat Bobby Flay. Guys, grocery games. Chopped. Chopped, mostly. Chopped is getting chopped. They're still going to have all... And their their documentary series, their, like, cooking documentary series, have been very, very good. And those aren't going to leave, so that's okay. As long as I get more Chef's Table, I'm fine. Alan Brown is uh, is releasing... Uh, oh, yeah! Something he, on Netflix. He's, uh, he's uh, doing another season of his, his old show. What was that called? Uh, Good Eats? No. Science of Eating? Something like Eat Your Science. Eat Your Science. Well, he's got a Broadway show coming. Alton Brown's internet cooking show will basically be Good Eats 2.0. Okay. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. I guess that's what I was thinking. He dangled the idea that Good Eats might be making a comeback and fans ate it up. It's been five long years since the beloved series went off the air and frankly, Cutthroat Kitchen isn't filling the Good Eats-shaped hole in our hearts, especially since Cutthroat's Kitchen sucks. Yeah. No, I actually listened to an NPR uh, podcast about Alton Brown. I shouldn't probably be repping other podcasts. Yeah, I mean, I listened to this, this, this garbage I mean... interview with Alton Brown that still made me really interested in his life <laughs> and who he is as a person. There we go. Suck at NPR. <laughs> That's going to be our first hashtag. Hashtag suck at NPR. One. I love that hashtag. That's a pretty good one. I mean, it's pretty solid. So anyone listening to this, if you want to want to tweet about us... And how we're better, way better than NPR. You just label that hashtag suck at NPR and we'll find just it. Suck at NPR. We will. Probably. I don't, I actually don't know how to track hashtags. You type it in to the search bar. Uh-huh. Like, just in the it's internet? It's a pretty intuitive process. Wow. You, just in the internet. Oh, like uh, no. You can actually Twitter. just open up a Word doc. Oh, okay. Yep. Are you lying to me? Yeah. Oh. Almost always. Okay. So, hashtag downtime with John and Emily. Hashtag suck at NPR. I'm just going to tweet that. And people don't even know that this show exists yet. People, I don't even know if this show is going to exist. We're going to find out. But people are going to get that tweet and be super confused. But hopefully it'll get us some, get us some hits. So, like, it's a pretty much a guarantee that we're going to label episodes as something and then we're not going to cover any of that. Well, I mean, that was sort of the idea. Is this is a how-to podcast, and that's just a vehicle for whatever nonsense we're currently spewing. Like, right, right. So, is every episode how to podcast? No, no, no. Just episode one. Okay. How to podcast, and something about cats, probably. Right. There you go. Hashtag suck at NPR. Hashtag suck at NPR. I love it. New favorite podcast right here. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this all the time. I'm also going to listen to this for like a solid four hours in editing, which is just me watching mice walk across my kitchen floor with no fear of me at all. It's really, it's disheartening. I can't even scare mice. Garbage human. Oh my God. I have to answer this email about Ernest yeah. anyway. <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of 
I was left wanting some more from that email. I know. I'm a little disappointed. Well, now I. It was a little late. Now I have homework. You know, because now I gotta. <laughs> I have to fill out this this application. And like. Sound like a normal person. I don't know. Occupation slash employer. Like these people are gonna call my fucking employer. And be like, hey, has she talked to you about cats before? <laughs> like, am I going to pass this background check? Or are people going to be like, are they going to rat me out? Did she ever express an interest in employing a cat to take care of her pest needs? <laughs> I would have to say yes. <laughs> this is the only content I can come up with when I speak to my, my coworkers. I actually got so enthusiastic about talking about cats and mice last night. In front of guests, that my manager came over and told me to shut up. <laughs> I wasn't talking to guests about mice, just around them. I was told that was not appropriate. I think I'm hanging on to this job by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> Little chime in from music school. Someone, another student of my voice teachers, just made a Facebook status that was just a quote from my voice teacher. <laughs> the quote is two words. Musical sphincters. Oh. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I've been taking lessons with this woman for three years now, and I love her to death, and she is amazing, and she makes my voice feel good, and she just says shit like this all the time, so I have no context for what that could possibly mean. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sh your guess is, is better than, than what I have in my brain right now. You're damn right, and I have no guess. Hashtag suck at NPR. <laughs> Hashtag musical sphincters. So what did we cover? We covered Hashtag suck at NPR. a lot about cats and mice. A little food network. M mostly about cats and mice. Um, mouse hunt. It's a good first episode. Some, uh, some quality content. Network. Um... R.I.P. Joe Biden. For sure. Hashtag suck at NPR. And musical sphincters. Should we, should we thank the people for listening to this nonsense? Yeah. Like a listenership award. Oh my god, wait. Okay, so we need... We should... We should I mean, at this point, if they've made it this far, I think we they definitely deserve some sort of award. And we can come up with that. I don't know if you can tell, but we need content. So I would really appreciate... Uh, emailing us. Like, if you hear this podcast and you want us to bring something up or talk about something, then you should absolutely contact us via email. Is it taken? Downtime is taken. Downtime um, with J&M, with John and Emily? Downtime Or is, should we do, like, downtime mail? Downtime mail is good. Yeah, downtime mail does not... Oh, no, it's taken. What? Downtime sub? What? Downtime sub is open. What's downtime sub? Like downtime... Like a sandwich? It's like a sandwich. I get what a sub is, but like, why... That you can order. How does that relate to people emailing us with, with content? Well, that's how they can submit stuff to us like topics they would like us to go over and like maybe a how-to that they've been looking for yeah but why sub 
I don't get it. Submissions. It's short for submissions. Subs. Do downtime subs, then. Downtime subs. Yeah. I still want to assert that that... It means sandwiches, though. It's sandwiches. Okay. And, like, yes, people can contact that email address with submissions for our podcast, but it is not short It's a submission. It's a sandwich. Yeah, downtime sandwiches. Yes. Perfect. Which, like, oh my god, there's so much marketing going on. I love it. This is so great. All right. There's content generators. Downtime subs at at gmail.com. Love it. So, for for those of you listening, for those of you still listening, oh my god. Well, I mean, it's going to shake out in editing. There's going to be music and fun things, and yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Look, if you, also, if anyone would like to have their music, or if anyone has an artist that they know that needs some, I don't know, an outlet, maybe we can feature them on the show. Yeah, we are music lovers. I would love to feature musicians. Like, if you have a musical talent that you would like to share with the world, like, we will absolutely use this platform for, like, have you use this platform. That sounds great. Okay, so, email, downtime subs, that's D-O-W-N-T-I-M-E-S-U-B-S at gmail.com with any content you'd like featured. So, if you have a band that you want featured on our podcast, or if you have a how-to you would like us to go over briefly before we devolve into a conversation about cats or if you have any questions about who we are as people or anonymous hate or anonymous love send it to downtimesubs at gmail.com and i think that just about does it that does it thank you so much for listening to our very first podcast this is so exciting we're thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and hopefully we can thank you mom for listening thank you for being the only one listening mom if you have any music you'd like featured on the show um just (laughs) just text me you got my number yeah